If you're enjoying Cinema Vino, you can give us your support by subscribing to our podcast on the Patreon app. There, you'll gain access to bonus features, such as many episodes and live stream events, all for a low monthly fee. Just download the Patreon app and search for Cinema Vino, or head over to patreon.com slash cinemavino. And welcome back to Cinema Vino. Hey. Hey. It's good to have you guys back. It's been a while since we've potted. It has. So not for the listener. For the listener, it's I been, know. It's been one week. Never stops. Yeah. It's been <laughs> one week <laughs> since. Yep. Ah, bare naked ladies. Yeah, we're on, a, we're on a hot 90s kick right I know. now. Um, but yeah, so yeah, for the viewers and listeners out there, it'll be seamless. But for us, it's been a while. It's been what, two, three weeks? Yeah. It's been hmm. too long. Um, last time, okay. last time we met, we got drunk and talked about Rambo 3 yep. for an hour. And we still should. I can keep going. Yeah. yeah. We talked. And we oh, I can see Travis now. Great. We just laughed and laughed. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that again. I know. <laughs> Damn fine movie. But we do have a good like 80s transition here. You know, yes. Action movie. Yep. Well, yeah. I think they use the same caves in Rambo 3. <laughs> Conan. <laughs> yeah. just, just the one cave in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you think the Arnold's watching that movie? He's like, I recognize those caves. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. The other big '80s action icon, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, this week. So we're, we're covering our ground. Uh, if we if we do Bruce Willis at any point, we got the trifecta. <sighs> we got the big the big three '80s. We do have Jean Claude Van Damme coming up. We do. Jean. I'd say he's first alternate on that squad. You know. So. Yeah. Very yeah. limber. Uh, he is. <laughs> the, arguably the most limber of the trio. Oh, yeah. Oh, by no doubt. Yeah. I mean, Sly can't put his arms down, so. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you lose <laughs> yeah, flexibility when you top. tack on mass. Yeah. And those guys were tacking on mass. Too much lats. Nothing yeah. about mass. Yeah. Yeah. They're just. Yeah. Sylvester uh, in old um, uh, uh, Over the Top. Yeah. He was just. Just guns out all the time. Just too big. But he, he was, weirdly enough, one of the smaller guys in that movie. Yeah. yeah. He was. I mean, he wasn't. He's not a tall guy, so I, as I've heard. No, he's he's fairly short, like five eight, five nine. But he smells divine. Taller than me. I, uh, but yeah, you know, Schwarzenegger's probably six four, six three, six four. Yeah, he's a like large man. Tree I mean, trunk. he he was a Mr. Olympia. Yeah, like seven or eight times. It's crazy. I don't know. Sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Supposedly, I, I we'll get to that in a minute in the trivia. But it's like he during training, he'd retired by the time he made this movie from weightlifting. But just on kind of a whim, he got back into. Mr. Olympia, because he already had trained so hard, and he wanted again while this movie was being made. It was like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm going to go win a bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because. Yeah. And he was just so ripped. And obviously, in this movie, he's huge. Do you know yeah. he actually, he has a bicep curl that he invented. Right? Yeah. There's, there's an exercise that he invented called Arnold curls. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Can you demonstrate? Yeah. Uh, you basically take like a bar in front of you. And you put your arms over it, and then you use that to curl, and it basically keeps your your elbows from coming forward. Ah, so you, it kind of like rests against your thing. There's like a penis. Little, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's what it all comes down to. Yeah, that's what it usually does. Yeah. Um, so we are drinking uh, Syrahs. We're drinking. So our next movie is not the best that we're going to cover. Uh, Holmes and Watson. <sighs> it's one of the worst movies ever made, and. You know, we'll get to this later, but it's like, you know, I'm thinking, like, when I picked it, it was almost like, I don't know if you guys know Parks and Rec, but it's like, 
where the game, like, like the whole cast is fighting in the early part of the episode over the broken coffee machine. They're oh, all yeah. yelling at each other, insulting each other, and then you cut to Ron Swanson. He's like, I broke, I, the, I broke the coffee machine. Yeah. <laughs> getting get a little chummy around here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like we've been watching some good movies and some, like, iconic movies. Some, it's good to just throw a wrench in everything. Oh, yeah. just, it's getting too quality. Around yeah, here. Let's just fuck everything up one week. Just introduce a little anarchy. Um, Speaking of which, you owe me four dollars. <laughs> did you rent it? I did. I, I didn't go I borrow. I thought you were going to borrow it. No, yeah, I, I was going to. Yeah, I've got that sucker on DVD, mm-hmm. Blu-ray. Slide your wallet over. Here. <laughs> yeah. What's the aspect ratio? Um, it ain't good. It, oh, it needed to be small. Yeah, I need more. I need more black bars bottom yeah. top of the screen. Jeez. The, the narrow the view is better, but. Uh, yeah, we're drinking the Pundit Syrah for this one. So it's a good... Um, the Thal? Yeah, good mid-priced California Syrah. Hoot. Got some good spice to it. It's a, a nice, full-bodied, food-friendly... It's a cool-looking bottle. Yeah, it is yeah. a cool bottle. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing a heavier meal with this... I mean, you can even do, I think, like pizza or like kind of grill food, barbecue food. I think it'd be great with it. So it's a nice fruit. Um, just a rich, you know, easy-drinking yeah. red. It's so, good sipping red. Yeah, it is. Um but probably mid twenties, twenty five or so. So again, splurged a little bit just to help kind of make ease the pain having to talk about Holmes and Watson for God knows how long. Yeah. I, uh, before we get there, I had a little Listerine, a little mouthwash before I got here. So this is tasting Good. just stellar. Yeah, yeah, a little palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no milk bones though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> milk bones and vodka. No, I got cat treats. If you want cat treats, oh yeah, I'm good. I brushed before I got here too. All so. right. Um, do cats have foul breath like dogs do? Is that uh, a thing? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I've never noticed that. God, when, when my cat, when one of my cats was a kitten, mm-hmm. his breath just smelled awful. And you know what cats do is they lick themselves all over. So every time you smell I would it, too. it's just like, <laughs> you just smell bad. Yeah. yeah. So, Why? He grew out of it. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. Same. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, we're gonna talk about coming the barbarian. A little background. Bum, 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 bum. This is Trav's bum, pick, bum. so I'm sure he'll have lots to say. Fuck yes. No, actually, I just woke up, so just keep, keep going. We'll let him wake okay. up for a minute. So shake this, those cobwebs. This is a movie you've been trying to get us to watch for a while. Fuck yes. No. This is this has been. Well, who had you never seen list? it? You'd never seen it. I'd never seen it. I think the last time I saw it was in your room in high school, and you forced me to watch it. See, that's why I'd never seen it. Yeah. I haven't been friends with you long enough you to force me to yeah. watch it. You're not friends with me now, <laughs> bitch. And yet you forced me to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and you still made me watch it. No, it's bullshit. Yeah, you're getting all the all the punishment of friendship, but none of the benefits. So there you go. But you made me watch Holmes and Watson. So. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just fuck. go straight for punishment. <laughs> um, so. This was Arnold Schwarzenegger's starring debut at a major studio. Uh, he was in a 1970 low-budget movie called Hercules, uh, in which his voice was dubbed by an American actor, and he was credited as Arnold Strong. So if you've never seen that anywhere, it is worth checking out for horrible movies. Is that the one where he goes out to a ballpark and he like does like exercises with a group of dudes Trying out for like the Olympics or something. Something I've only seen. And like he does part like a long jump, and everyone's just like, "He just broke the Olympic record." Yeah, and he has like a weird. He, he talks kind of like this. You know, he has a weird American accent that's obviously. I'm Richard I've Dreyfus. Only <laughs> seen that. Clip. <laughs> if that was Richard Dreyfus, that would be awesome. <laughs> like I'll be back. Um. So if you've never seen that, check it out. If you're a bad movie fan. Uh. So this was released uh, May 14th, 1982. Uh, grossed seventy five million against a then pretty big twenty million dollar budget. Shit. This was actually many many years in the making. This was probably 
around 10 years in, in the producing and then two years of filming for this. They, the script was written long before this and then took them a long time to actually get it made. Yeah, Oliver Stone. Yeah. Part. yeah. I, I, I didn't realize that when I was looking at all the credits. Mm-hmm. Oliver Stone wrote the original draft of it and then uh, John Milius, who co-wrote Apocalypse. Now, again, these are high-grade screenwriters, stepped in and helped finish it and kind of rework it a little bit. Um, at this point, Arnold Schwarzenegger was well-known as a bodybuilder and a seven-time Mr. Olympian champion. Uh, he had appeared in a 1977 weightlifting documentary called Pumping Iron, which kind of introduced him to the public for the first time. That was his first really foray into a big, bigger production. Um, here he gets perfectly cast as a title character. Uh, Cohn was directed by John Milius, who co-wrote Apocalypse Now. We already covered that. Uh, Oliver Stone won, has won multiple Oscars, including one for Midnight Express and one for Platoon, which we watched. Um, Basil, Basil Polidorus, who did the soundtrack, uh, influenced many subsequent sword and sorcery films, and his mu- music has been used in many trailers. So it's a popular choice for movie trailers. Um, so the character was created by pulp novelist Robert E. Howard. 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 Yeah, God. Sorry. <laughs> um, and yeah, it has a very basic plot for a 130 minute movie. Uh, young Conan the Barbarian is raised with the Cimmerian? Sim- Cimmerian. Sim- Cimmerian, thank you. Uh, people who value steel above all and worship a deity known as Krom. Uh, the film Krom. Krom. That's it. He said Krom. Krom. Run a tight ship here tonight. Um, like little monsters. Krom, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, in the film's first reel, a group of marauders led by the... Marauders. <laughs> which is honestly... What, Got it. This is what my son does during story time. If I, like, miss, miss a word anywhere, I get instantly corrected. Yeah. So, I mean, like... So, you're, you're used to this. Yeah. You want to read it, the damn book? It actually... Read it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It goes a lot like this. It's almost every page. It's like... <laughs> He's used to you making mistakes? Yes. I mean, it was like... There, there was one thing about race cars going on tour, and unfortunately, I'm from Redneck Town, and so I just instantly said, tour... And he said, no, it's Tor. He's he's, He's also from Oklahoma. He's also three years old. It's like, no, daddy, Tor. It's like, so, and then I, and then he actually went back later. And then when I said Tor, he's like, no, no, Tor. He prefers (laughs) it the original way. So basically you never know which one you're going to have to say. That's right. My dad says Warsh. So. (laughs) And my mother-in-law says Roof, as in Fiddler on the Roof. So. Hmm. Yeah. Um, marauders. <laughs> group of marauders invade the uh, village. They burn it, destroy it. They kill uh, Conan's parents and send him into servitude, where over time he becomes a massive, uh, hulking, brutish figure. And he ends up in the fighting pits, uh, becomes a legend, uh, eventually gets set free, and goes off on revenge. Uh, two key characters he meets there are Subutai, who's his loyal sidekick, you know, whatever. I mean, he's a, the cliche movie sidekick, yeah. you know, the, the plucky, you know, arrow shooting. Hey. And, uh, I'm too small to be the good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, oh yeah, the, the guy that cries for the hero, whenever the hero doesn't cry yeah. kind of a thing. Uh, and then Valeria, who is played by Sandhall Bergman, who was six feet tall and they could find no stunt women for her because she was so tall. So she had to do her own stunts. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and apparently there's a, a bombastic wizard who I thought was about one step away from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, my God. Or it's like, you know, what an eccentric performance. Um, so, anyway, that's what... You're I, not going to say his name? Uh, he is the... Uh, Mako. Mako. The actor's Mako. Jeez. Yeah. If but, you say his name too many times, he shows up. He, yeah. he, he was like the wizard on the tavern or wizard on the greens. What yep. was he? He was Uncle Iroh. Voice of Uncle oh. Iroh in Last yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I looked that up when I saw him. I was like, that oh, yeah. voice sounds familiar. 
But what is he? Is he the the wizard on the on the greens? Wizard on the fairway. What was his name? The character. I don't know. That's Mako. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, so that's what I got for a description. Um, uh, Trav, we'll start with you. What did you think of this film? Yeah, was he like grinding, like what, making bread he, at the, he the was mill or something? A, walking. In a I circle. really thought that that they explained <laughs> that better at the beginning, and I thought I remember seeing a cut where like the other kids were like falling down and dying and stuff, and that's why he was the only one left. Yeah. So I don't know which version or which cut. Can I you imagine watched. if there were like four really buff dudes <clears throat> just? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we grew up together. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I love this film because it, it's, you know, uh, right in the 80s of, of sword and sorcery stuff. And it's very low level. You know, they they treat it as if it's real, kind of, other than the weird like Ghostbuster ghosts, like whenever they're trying to bring Arnold back to life. Yeah. Or Conan, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It, I just every time I I watch this movie, I I would forget about it, and I would watch it. And I'm like, oh shit, that's really good. And then every time I see it again, I notice something more. Like when they're uh, obviously, I played a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. I'm I'm a fucking master. Uh, so just when they're going in to uh, to watch that orgy, yes, <laughs> with the snakes, where they're getting all painted up, but the, you see them like putting their swords like over the fire, like putting weapon black on them, so you know. They won't glint, and and they'll go stealth mode. Basically, you sell action figures. You're like, oh, you can sell this Conan. And then... Uh, stealth sword. You know, stealth sword Conan. Yeah. yeah. But I guess they never had a, a toy line for mm-hmm. this, because I think He-Man came out, and they were like, oh, shit. So they just yeah. had a knockoff He-Man. And this is a, but, this is a definite, like, firm R movie. You know, it's a, I wrote down... Oh, my, this is a horny nerd movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I wrote that in my review, where it's like, this is... It's too bad this was rated R, because this is the ultimate, like, junior high boy movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, well, you it need, still is the ultimate junior high yeah, boy. Yeah, you can yeah. still beat off to snakes. Yeah. And it yeah. was like, oh. I mean, what... Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's... Uh, yeah, it, it's everything you want. Gratuitous uh, nudity, just boobs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you get blood. You get, like, numerous decapitations. Yeah. It's great. Buff uh, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, the, the score is just chef's kiss. Yeah. Um, especially like all the stuff at the beginning, you have like 15 minutes of just young Conan. And normally when you get all those notes at, at the beginning of a film, you're like, okay, no name kid as the, you know, young version of Robin Hood or whoever the fuck it is. And you're like, all right, we got to work our way through some of these scenes. But like, it just, it starts out very operatic and like epic. Cause you start with the whole, like the forging scene and you're like, oh shit. All right. This is kind of cool. Which actually makes sense in the story, mm-hmm. and then the <clears throat> first actual actors you get to see is who's who plays his dad. Oh um, God, he was. Um, <laughs> I didn't write that one down. It's like, ah, he's not. Oh, William, yeah, William Smith, Shatner, William Smith. That would be William a Smith. Hell, William yeah. Smith. <laughs> it's like we worship Grom. But they're talking about you know the the riddle of steel and like that dude was in it for you know just a little bit well before he got killed viciously by dogs. Mm-hmm. But the whole uh, beginning scene was, was dope. And uh, you get the whole, uh, right when, what the fuck is his name? Thulsa Doom. Mm-hmm. James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Jesus, I was going to say Darth Vader. Crab just woke up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, whenever he takes the sword and, and is chopping off his, his mom's head, they do it like, I guess they had to keep pulling back uh, 
some of the, the graphic violence, but the way they did it where you see her hair just falls away and like Conan's like, oh shit. So this time I watched it, I was like, this is pretty fucking dope. Mm-hmm. The, way, the way that they show you the violence without showing you the violence. It was well done. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think this is one of those films where um, I, there's a trivia on it where like uh, Arnold says maybe it's like 140 you know, words, words or something. Yeah. 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 That's a, yeah. And he has like one little monologue right at the end. He was like, Crom, I've never prayed to you. And if you don't help me, the hell with you or something like that. Mm-hmm. The, the longest... Uh, if you're gonna do it, do it, do it in the Arnold voice. And you get Max von Sydow as the the king in this, like yeah. out of nowhere, for again 30, 45 seconds. They're so just like he he just just show up for a paycheck. Yep. Oh yeah, this is a lake house for you. You're gonna be Thaden King before you know. No, um, yeah, uh, I I love it. I love it. I, I love the weird little uh, arrow snakes. God, <sighs> that was cool. I, I thought it was cool. I was like, I just laughed. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I thought it was cool, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, 12-year-old me was like, wow. Yeah. You know, old old man me was like, <laughs> you know, it was funny. Also, that Cannibal Stew could have been better looking. It just looked like pea soup, and there was yeah, like it did not a look. hand in there, and, yeah, and some yeah. gal, she picked it up and ate, like, a finger. And that was a big spoon. Like, yeah, yeah, but there was yeah, there was. you got to let that keep cooking. That meat's going to yeah. fall yeah. off. Yeah. you yeah. got to keep going. Yeah. yeah. You get some broth in there, chicken bones, you got stew going. Maybe you got <laughs> stew going. <laughs> That's, yes. So, uh, I love this film. I, I solidly give it an eight. Uh, sword and sorcery films, it's got to be a nine five. Uh, but I, I just love the way it's done. I kind of wish they would do more films like this, but with the Guillermo del Toro's like you know practical effects added in for other like D and D films. Is yeah. there an earlier sword and sorcery movie than this that like kind of comes to mind as more iconic, or is this sort of the the kickoff of the wave? I would say in the modern sense, this is like the first truly modern you know kind of body raunchy. Like sword and sorcery movie. Mm-hmm. I think there's some that are like in the late 70s that also, but I can't think of. I mean, I think there's maybe Crawl. Like the 80s was the prime time for sword and sorcery stuff. And I get sword and planet stuff is that's like more uh, He Man. Yeah. Um, so you're a eight. Solid eight. So, Tay, I want to hear your thoughts. I don't know. I think I liked it. I was like, because I, and I, I'm pretty sure I did like it. I, I had seen it before, and so I had to split this up in two days, and so I had to like, the second day I it's watched it. It's a surprisingly it, long movie. It, it is. is. It, it is. It, it, it wasn't, I didn't think it was like too long. It's just that I always had so much shit going on. I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redo this. So I kind of had to rewind, fast forward, but I think I do like this movie. It's one of those, I think I need to rewatch this many more times to like really appreciate it. Cause like, I'll say this for being what, in 82, mm-hmm. I thought it was visually pretty uh, appeasing. As Travis said, like, except for the uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the, when I they're, liked the Ghostbusters. when they're fighting the souls, I, mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of funny. I was like, yeah. Yeah, but, but again, it didn't look bad. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. For like, 82. Right. For yeah. 82. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst to me was the ginormous snake fight. And it was like, I was like, <laughs> okay. The obvious like, Star Trek. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, I did like the fact that Arnold didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just like, he's not going to say a damn word, is he? And I was like, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like, and especially because at that time, he probably wasn't an actor. Not yet. They probably were like, hey, we need to kind of keep him quiet. I understood that they had originally had planned on Conan being the narrator. 
And then oh. they heard him speak, and they're like, no, let's give those lines to someone yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Can't have that. <laughs> they made the right choice. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I like, I'll tell you, I think I do officially like the film. I just, this is one of those ones that I actually would rewatch. And I think I would appreciate it the more I watched it. Cause I think the last time I saw it was mm, 30 years ago, you know, not 30, <laughs> but like, you know, 20 years ago. And I don't really remember much of it. Um, but <laughs> the one thing I did have to laugh about, first of all, the titties were great. I don't remember the titties. And so I was like, okay, that makes the film half yeah. of it. <laughs> and I don't, God, what part was it when, oh, I've already forgotten, but when he's Conan showing up, he's about to go into the little, uh, the, the cave or whatever. And like, he is just mugging down this girl. I'm like, they're going to hump it. It might've been the witch. Like they're going to hump in five seconds. Yeah. And it was like, just the eyes. He kind of even like looked at her as he went in. He's like, mm. And I was like, they're going to hump. Yeah. And they did. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, was it that one or when they like threw him the girl and he's just like, Hey, Hey, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, that we're was going to hump, but it'll be consensual. And that was a long <laughs> hump scene. Mm-hmm. It was like, uh-huh. but, 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 which one was the long one? I can't remember. But it was, was a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it just kept going. I'm like, come on now. Um, <laughs> they did a lot of character development during a hump scene with him and Valeria. Yeah. They were like, you know, humping. Then they were eating chicken and drinking wine in yeah. bed. And you're like, oh, yeah. I, I would then, As you do. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And then clearly, like, he tells her something and she's like, oh, no. And she gives him the boob hug. I'm yeah. like, Oh, there's a lot said in this montage. <laughs> yeah, but the yeah, I like, yeah, I, guess, I didn't really think of it that way, but yeah, there's a lot said in that boob montage. Like, yeah, boob montage. <laughs> uh, the the snake arrow was by far the best for me because because like didn't didn't he just say snake? What did he say? It was like was it just like snake? Mm-hmm. And it was like seek seek. That was it. I was like I, snake. I, I was like did he just say snake? Mm-hmm. And it was like he's just snake. And I was like what the hell is happening? And it was like that actually made me giggle a lot. Also, could he close his eyes ever? Were his eyes never just like enlarged beyond? Like that was the only thing that kind of like it's like come on man. Talking about James Earl Jones. Yeah, it was yeah. like the big old contacts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was like dang dude. I was like is he is he gonna blink this whole film? And he got a wig from. <laughs> Share. So I felt bad for him. I was like, <laughs> he had a share wig. Did he really? I mean, it looks like it. Oh, okay. I was, I was like, did he really? Also, he, he absolutely looks like, like you know, uh, the beginning of COVID. Like, oh no, I got bored. I trimmed my bangs. Like, I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I did too much. Thank uh-huh. God for I have this next year yeah. of isolation to, to grow back out. Yeah. From, from the length of his like <laughs> uh, eyebrows to uh, his hairline. That's a, that's a ten dollar cab ride. <laughs> you telling me he he got a manic pixie Shit. girl cut? Ten dollar cab ride. Oh, <laughs> uh, Trav's warming up now. Yeah, getting, he's he's he's, yeah, he, up. he's out he's, bullpen. He's, this yeah. is delicious he's, wine. He's, We've got some fastballs coming he, out. He is woken. Yeah. Um, but my number on this film, I I actually would say, I did. I, I love the costumes. I actually like the set. Mm-hmm. And I think I had an appreciate. I was kind of zoned out when I was first watching. It. Like I kind of had an appreciation for like again 1982, like what they were doing. I yep. was like, damn, yeah, like that's kind of impressive for what they were. So I. I would need to see this a thousand times more because I think I would watch it more, but I would give it a seven just because there, I, maybe I just wasn't into it, but just because I was like, man, 
It's Arnold, and all I can think about when I, and I don't care what, I mean, even Terminator 2, when I go back and see it, that came out three years? 92, I think? Yeah, 91, was it Almost it was like 10 years yeah, after, it was like, this, I think. 10 years after, it's like, but even when I see that, I'm just like, it makes me giggle, because mm-hmm. all I can think about is like kindergarten cop and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So when I see Arnold in this thing, I'm just, I start giggling, <laughs> and I'm just like, man, I just so hard for me to take it seriously. So I have to go at it at a, you know, probably a different time, but I still say it's a seven, though. I like the film, frankly, for what it was. Um, I do love the nudity. Uh, that that's always a, a for an '80s film, always huge staple. Yeah. Score, staple. Mm-hmm. yeah, and the music, yes. I'm still on the ten dollar cab ride. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> and and it only cost me two dollars. Um, I did have to rent it though. No, but it only cost me two dollars. I thought it was on Netflix. I just <sighs> it's on somewhere. Cause I oh streamed. no, I streamed it and then I texted you guys. Yeah, last hey, month. This is off yeah. streaming May 31st. Yeah, watch it now. And I didn't do that. And then no. yeah, because yeah. yeah. I and until I was looking for it, I was like, oh, I fucked up. It's yeah. <laughs> <was just> like <laughs> whoopsie. Oops. Yeah. And it's like I've got this on VHS somewhere. Damn. So I, I guess I could have dug up yeah. Yeah. I think VCR. We had it on VHS. Uh, actually, I don't know if I did. Did we rent it? I know I saw it at your house. Maybe anyway, but I say a seven though. Yeah. And honestly, I might even go higher when I rewatch it because, like, I, I think I just wasn't in the mood watching it. But I still liked it though. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to go bump mine to eight point five. There is the sequel with uh, uh, Grace Jones. Uh, I've never seen the sequel. Olivia, I didn't really... Yeah, and Olivia I... Dabo, the, the older sister from Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Well, I got worried because I was like, did I watch the right one? Because it's like, I knew there were two. And I was like, oh, but I did like the ending, too, when he's kind of sitting on his whole throne. throne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Yeah, the so. sequel is definitely, um, I think there was originally supposed to be four films. second one is Conan the Destroyer. The Destroyer, mm-hmm. yeah. Um also, a good flick. Nowhere near in the class as, as this one. It, it, it was definitely more, um, uh, I think, the best James Bond compared to, like, the shittiest James Bond. Yeesh. Destroyer is, like, one of the shittier James Bond movies. It's, it's Moonraker. <laughs> it's, it's the Moonraker of the Conan movies. Well put. So, Sean, what would you think? Um, first time watching it, and I kind of knew about it a little bit because I... There's a story, and the reason I knew the 176 was like there's a story that Arnold tells about when this was his first real speaking role, and he was like, "Okay, I want to like, I want to stretch my legs as an actor. I want to get out. I want to have more lines." And then James Cameron was like, "I want you to be Terminator." Yeah. And he was like, "There are no lines. Yeah. I just don't yeah. talk the entire time. Like I think the lines that he does have, he like improved half the time." And so he was like, I really didn't want to do this film, but I'm really glad I did because it made my career. Mm-hmm. But he was like, yeah, I had 176 lines, and then I went from that to, like, 40. <laughs> yeah. So it was a big downgrade for him as an actor, but um, I think it was even 176 lines. It was, like, 176 words. Words, yeah. yeah. Like, words. Yeah. Um, uh, Gettysburg Address has 264, just in case you're wondering. So he had fewer lines than Abraham Lincoln's two-minute speech. Hmm. Huh. He, he might have said more than... It might have meant more to America, the Conan Barbarian. God, can you imagine yeah. Abe Lincoln is yeah. giving Conan or giving the Conan uh, Oh, I'm, I'm thinking of seven years ago. I'm thinking of Abe Lincoln if he were like a Terminator, if he were a TA hunter. Oh, he was a vampire hunter. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Exactly. Man, he's got, that's a good movie. He's got a reach. I have. Yeah. <laughs> he's got range. You know. <laughs> we. Um, but yeah, no, I knew about this movie. I kind of had a vague idea of what to expect. It's an iconic '80s movie, so I had some you know, preconceived notions going in, but I was modestly surprised. Like I, it didn't blow me away. It was a movie that kind of like you, like you said about train to Busan, like 
I can walk out of the room and know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Come back in. Like I'm not going to lose track of the plot. I, and and I, I think that's what happened to me. It was like when I realized, cause I don't remember him not speaking a lot. And I was like, well, he's not going to say a damn word. There was like we're we're thirty minutes in. He ain't going to say shit. That's it was fucking, like it's a music video. Yeah, and I, I, was, yeah. I was like, I, I don't. I, I think when I hear the like, is it like the score? If I can hear the score, I need to run back in and see what's going on. Yeah. It's like so. That's a really good point. Yeah, but no, but the score usually when it's playing is like some big wide shot where yeah. he's like running toward a castle or something. Yeah, yeah. It kind of had the same like Lawrence of Arabia vibe where it's like they have these really big there, shots, yeah, like that wide was true. shots mm-hmm. like with long. Moments of no dialogue. Not to compare this movie to, you know, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. No, that's please do. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> fair comp. Please do. We've got to be the first podcast in the yeah. world to do that. <laughs> but, I mean, it kind of has that same vibe where it's like there's a lot that's done with camera work and not a lot done with, like, acting. Yeah. yeah. Um, nothing against the acting because, obviously, it was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, James Earl Jones was magnificent with his big blue eyes mm-hmm. uh, and his Max share, share cut. Um, Max von Sydow with his nothing. Um, boobies were great. Mm-hmm. A lot of boobies. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's Lo- not to RBs. love? What's not to love? No reason boner? No. Boobies. No reason. No reason boobies? Yeah. That's Usually an NRB is a no reason boner. Right. Yeah. Usually. But but yeah. I it can also double well, in the no 80s, reason boobies. But they didn't know in the 80s. Yeah. And they I, weren't ready for that yet. I say this with the utmost respect Watch your because I mouth. know how this might come off, but I think this is the perfect movie to have on in the background of a party. Mm-hmm. Like, because oh, yeah. it's just yeah. like, it's you you catch it at a random scene you don't even know what's going on and you're like yeah this is great this is fun this is entertaining yeah. I, I think that's why i liked it it was like just the, just of like i was impressed with the visuals i was like oh this actually is pretty easy to watch like yeah. even watching the movie with full attention i didn't have to actually listen to the words to no. know what was happening like he, <laughs> mm-hmm. no. they don't even do that good of a job of like explaining anything Mm-mm. yeah they're just like no. he is a boy now he is man yep he is slave <laughs> he fight Yep. Yep. Now he fight good. He go. You free. <laughs> he meet sidekick. Sidekick and him go. Meet girl. Go to snake pit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is very there. like all, like just Frank Frazetta moving paintings with a score. Yep. It was yeah. very like it, I I didn't realize it until you were talking about it. But I'm like, oh yeah, this is like the heavy metal mm-hmm. uh, car- cartoon, which is just mostly animation and music. It's, it's like a long ass you know a music video. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. So what was your Scorby? Uh, my Scorby? My Scorby would be... Scorby. Uh, 6.9. Okay. Ooh, 69. Mm-hmm. No. Not quite a 7, but, you know, it's sexy enough. Yeah. So. It is, yeah it's not right a girl, there. but not yet a woman. So <laughs> kind of in between. Not a man, but yeah. not a Learning. boy. Yeah. Learning. Exactly. <laughs> All we need is time. Um, would I go back and rewatch this? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I think I would too. I'd be curious. There's just uh, there, there's some like speaking of boners, some boner moments in the in the movie. <laughs> Travis, I did not get a boner in this movie. I I I did not get a boner in this movie. I I did, but I, not I, for the movie. I said boner else. moments. <laughs> I know, but, but, but like whenever uh, what were the boner moments? Oh, it was during the orgy, but not in the way you think. Um, whenever. Uh, uh, Conan finally comes down and he's he's you know got his paint on and stuff, but he's fighting the two guys that have lovely mullets. Also, the, the same fucking hair. Does <laughs> Dulce Doom have to have like all of his best dudes have the same fucking haircut? Yeah, the same bangs. But anyway, uh, Rexor and the other guy Thorgrim, what like the two dudes? He's 
about to have the fight in the, the or- orgy room with. But as soon as he does, like, you've seen him do it a whole bunch of times where he, like, does the big flex and brings the sword down oh, yeah. over his head. And you're just like, fuck, yes, let's get it. <laughs> just, mm, I so need wait, more of that. Just like muscle. So that's boner for me. Yeah. Okay. I just, so when Conan flex, you got a boner? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good and he know. brandished his sword. <laughs> Can we talk about, sorry, after <laughs> after he kills James Earl Jones, cuts off his head, and then just, like, throws it down the stairs, yeah. his giant colt, mm-hmm. the colt's just, like, bow tie. All right, we're done. Yeah, we're done. We're walking yeah, away. Right. Yeah. No one's, like, we have, like, 5,000 of us. We can overwhelm this. Yeah. I don't like, know. Let's take over and, like, run this colt. I don't know if they just didn't know how to end the movie. They were, like, oh, we got to we gotta do something here. Or if that broke whatever spell he had. Right, over that the, could, uh, be. Uh, mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain it. They don't explain anything, Todd. Nope. 170 words. Um, so for me, I love this movie as a kid. Uh, the, the middle school version of me would have given this probably an eight, five, nine. Um, I'd say older, grouchier, slightly chubbier me is around a six and a half. Um, yep. it, it moves a little bit slow. It's it's a little bit long. I thought at 130 minutes, I felt that at some points. It's like yeah. this is yeah. this is kind of dragging a little bit. Um, also like Lawrence of Arabia. Yes. Just a bit. Um, it is fun to see now with hindsight going back and see like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like you could see now why he became such a big star, even though he doesn't have any dialogue. It's like he he's very magnetic on screen. You know, it's like he just he, I'm not just for his physique. He's, he's just a big movie star. You know, you should watch him. And he, he draws your attention whenever he's in any scene. You know, so it's like you could see why he later was, uh, you know, above the title movie star. You know, twenty million dollar, you know, a movie guy. So it makes sense. You could see it's fun to see that kind of in the beginning stages, like his first big, you know, star making role. Um, he didn't do a lot of small roles before he got to where he got. Yeah. He he went real fast. Yeah. Um, so I would give this a six and a half. I think I'm, I'm around six and a half. Yeah, I, it is a little bit long, but when I I was watching again, it's a full. 15-minute lead-in before you get yeah. to Conan. Mm-hmm. So with that, I'm like, all right, well, you know, they have to... Sometimes, like I said, they do a hurry-up thing where they're like, all right, we got to show him as a kid. We have to see him say, oh, no, and then, boom, we can, like, within three to five minutes, we can jump into the story. And, it's Black Adam. And then here they show... Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I fucking hate those because you're just that. like... It doesn't make sense. I tried to. Like the... Uh, Original Chris Reeve Superman, you got to see him as a teen for mm-hmm. quite a while, and he'd like him have you know experiences, or whatever, see his dad die, and all that shit, and and that's a long fucking movie too. Yeah, but that's why I I kind of like it that this is one of those big sweeping epics. You get to see multiple parts of his life. But then, did you guys notice? Because this took me a few watches. Um, at the end. The guy at the beginning, it's stolen his dad's sword, the one that you're seeing, like, yeah. made the whole time. And then as soon as he kills the guy, um, yeah, he breaks his sword and then he picks up and takes his dad's old sword. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I never caught that when I was younger. And that's the one that he, like, cuts off Thulsa Doom's head with. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys? Yeah. Get, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the scene when he, yeah. 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 I I never got that as a kid. So that... Every time I see that now during the like um, the opening credits, I'm like, oh yeah, it's the whole riddle of steel, and it goes all the way through. Yeah, because wasn't Thulsa Doom's whole thing about like finding the strongest sword? Yeah, like, he wanted to like keep 
killing all these people to like take the strongest sword and like buying the strongest sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I like that too. The, the riddle of steel, like, you know, not women, not men, not beasts. Can you trust, but this you can trust. Yeah. And they're, they're like, you know, you have to Grom. find the riddle of steel and and, <laughs> and forge it. And then I, I thought the answer was pretty good, too. It was like, oh, well, you know, uh, steel isn't strong. It's the hand that wields it or whatever, you know, because he has the, the, the gal jump. He was like, oh, that's that's power is power over flesh. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, that, that's fucked up. But that makes sense. Yeah. It's kind of Grom. a mid, midsummer scene there, you know, jumping off of the jumping off the cliff. Yeah. You know, it's a cult. So yeah. uh, there you go. Oh, when his when his face turns into a snake. Yeah. Oh, that that is a fucking meme right there. He's got the cute little hat yeah. on, uh-huh. and he looks towards the, the side. Camera. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was definitely a movie that I watched. That I probably wasn't supposed to watch as a little kid, and so it was like you know, I was always ready to like stop the VCR. Nipples like, and blood. No, nope, not watching. I'm watching uh, VH1. Yeah, behind the music. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's all those titties. I definitely wrote in my notes titties and grog. So. <laughs> I think that was me with uh, with the Blue Lagoon. Oh yeah. Oh, I gotta change this. <laughs> Not watching anything in here, and don't mind me. <laughs> um, just watching VH1. Yeah. <laughs> just watching behind the scenes of Billy Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was actually a good one. That was. Yeah. Rob and Fab. Um, so this has been another episode of Cinema Vino. Dun 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 dun. And we thank you guys very much for joining us. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that cab ride down James Earl Jones' head later. <laughs> <laughs> Not my original joke. No. I don't know who belongs to. But fuck him, I stole it. <laughs> anyway, uh, great movies, only drunker. And we're going to get real drunk for the next one, uh, Holmes and Watson. Be sure and tune in for... Uh, yeah. Or don't. Yeah, tune in for that. Don't tune in for the movie. Definitely listen to us, especially if you're in Italia. So uh, we will see you guys uh, next time. <laughs> Love you. Yeah. Ciao. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Our website is at cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwaffordmovies.com.